Welcome to Islamic Life Coach School Podcast. Apply tools that you learn in this podcast and your life will be unrecognizably successful. Now your host, Dr. Kamal Akhtar. Hello, hello, hello everyone. Peace and blessings be upon all of you. Today we're going to talk about a subtle difference that's between intention and impact. Some of the worst acts of humanity are done in the name of good intentions. And people try to get away with it saying that I had good intentions. I had no intention of hurting someone. I don't know how it happened. Or it's their fault that they're hurt. That wasn't my intention. It amazes me how many acts of abuse are done in the name of religion with a wrapping of good intentions. I had a friend who, as a grown woman, had the toughest time reconciling her thoughts around hijab and modesty in Islam. All because, as a teenager, she had an encounter with a family friend where an uncle berated her and belittled her on an occasion and yelled at her for not observing the hijab in front of a lot of people. She was around 15 years old at that time, and she was one of those individuals who had an early physical development. Her mother and other women in the family observed the hijab, and based on this or some other personal justification, this uncle took it upon himself to teach her a valuable lifelong lesson that she should be covering up, and it wasn't done in the nicest way to say the least. She told me that the family didn't come to her defense because at some level they were agreeing with him, but another level they didn't want to break ties with him. And not breaking ties in the name of religion when people are overtly abusive is a topic of another podcast. Oh my god, so much can be said on this topic. But for now, coming back to intentions versus impact. So this uncle told the family that he had good intentions of her succeeding in her religion and in the afterlife. That's why he was firm with her. But what he overlooked is that his actions had a completely opposite impact. It turns out that because of this and other traumatic events and some of her own sensitivities, this friend of mine struggled her entire adult life about expressions of modesty in Islam, especially when it came to clothing. She forever fought a literal internal battle, which was a constant source of stress for her. On one hand, she knew the importance of modesty, But on the other hand, she recoiled at the thought of proving that uncle right. A real traumatic experience for her. And by the way, if you're looking for higher quality thoughts around the concept of modesty in Islam, please check out my podcast episode number 42 about Haya. In that podcast, I go into a lot more detail on this topic. But as far as the impact is related in terms of intention, she struggled greatly. And many of us can think of or have heard of such acts that were done in the name of right intentions but had a totally opposite impact. The confusion lies with the fact that we think somehow other people's perceptions and how they feel about what we're saying and doing is under our control. But it's not. And that's actually not at all what the impact is about. We never have control over what other people perceive and how they think of things. They are the only one in control of their thoughts and feelings. Impact has to do more with your energy behind your act. Abdullah ibn Umar reported, The Messenger of Allah, peace and blessings be upon him, said, Every one of you is a shepherd and is responsible for his flock. The leader of people is a guardian and responsible for his subjects. A man is a guardian of his family and he is responsible for them. A woman is a guardian of her husband's home and his children and she is responsible for them. The servant of a man is a guardian of the property of his master and is responsible for it. No doubt, every one of you is a shepherd and is responsible for his flock. Reported in Sahih Bukhari and Muslim. Everyone is responsible for something. You don't have to have a title or have to belong in a social hierarchy. When you are in interaction with other human beings, whether in a leadership position 
or in a collaboration position, like you could be leading a project or a household or a nation, or you could just be a part of a team, siblings, cousins, colleagues, friends. In any of these cases, just the mere fact of being in touch with someone, you have the capacity to impact, and you have to check yourself if your intentions are equaling your impact. Impact has to do with your thought and feeling pair, the qalb, the core of the human being. What thought and feeling pair are you acting from? Actually, superficially, your brain might be saying, I'm doing this because I have this person's best interest in mind. I say this is superficial because if from this thought or intention comes out the action of yelling, calling her names, calling her parents incompetent, this will have a totally opposite impact compared to what your intentions were. Again, superficial intentions. Because there are underlying subconscious activated thoughts and intentions that are creating aggression. Activated thought in this case is completely different than what your conscious mind is telling you is your intention. Now for a little elaboration on this concept of activated thought. These are sentences in your mind that can be conscious or subconscious that create feelings that you might or might not be aware of. For example, your conscious mind says, I have that person's best interest at heart. While your subconscious mind says, they should be doing things differently, which will create a feeling of judgment. Or the sentence could be, she is so incompetent, creating the feeling of anger and resentment. From there, your act of aggression will come out. This is why we can act overtly aggressive or act passive aggressive. Activated thoughts can lie on a deeper level where obvious conscious thoughts are covering them up and they need a little bit of exploration before they can be exposed. This is where our work lies. It lies with revealing the subconscious patterns of our core, our qalb, which dictates our impact. Our impact has nothing to do with how the other person perceives our acts. Again, that is never in our control. If our impact seems to be different than our intentions, then chances are our internal environment doesn't match with what our conscious intentions are telling us. For one of my clients, her son found a very nice girl to marry. My client really loved this girl, but somehow she noticed that this girl was acting distant from her. With some exploration during our sessions, we found out that while her intention was to come out loving, warm, and welcoming, the impact she was actually creating was that she was acting from pity towards this girl. So this girl, her future daughter-in-law, came from a very poor background. And while my client's intention was to show up from a loving and welcoming space, she was acting from pity and feeling sorry for her. Her intention was different than her impact. And all she had to do to be able to reveal that is do some work to uncover these subconscious patterns. After that, she quickly self-corrected. Her intention was that I treat this girl with respect, but her subconscious thinking was she needs my help because she is an underprivileged person. And from this activated thought, she was feeling pity and acting like she was almost doing a charity by letting her marry her son. And of course, this girl, her future daughter-in-law, was sensing this and was acting more and more distant. All it takes for you to create the most impact is to just non-judgmentally ask yourself, is my impact the same as my intention? If not, then why not? Where are the gaps in my belief that I can fill so my impact is exactly what I want it to be? If something was not perceived as you had hoped, then just check where can you plug the holes in your belief system. Where are you lacking clarity? Because there is some activated thought in there that is creating a totally opposite impact. 
Also, let me take some time to just say that let's all move away from the act of advice giving when none was asked. I know people with experience think that the younger generation should know what to do, but nothing has worse impact than unsolicited advice coming from a thought like, I know what's good for them, and feeling self-justified as a result of this thought. Or the thought could be, I have more lived experience and they can learn from me. Feeling of self-righteousness. Because believe me, if they wanted to learn, they would ask you. Impact of unsolicited advice usually lands really far from the intention. Again, because your underlying activated thoughts are creating judgment and the opposite effect. Social media comments are yet another very common ground where unsolicited advice shows up. If you really wanted to give advice, one way to align your intention with your impact is to just ask. You can say things like, I don't know how to help you to solve this problem, and I really want to help you. Only way I can think of is I can share with you my experience from what I learned. Is it okay to share? Their permission will totally align your intention with your impact. Or another scenario is, and this is where I struggle the most, maybe the other person is just not in a position to receive any advice, no matter how well aligned you are. And that's okay as well. This is where most of my work of growth has been. I do my thought outputs. I investigate what crummy underlying activated thoughts I have lying around. I work really hard to uncover all of my subconscious thoughts and feelings. But again, what I struggle with the most is that the other person just does not want my help. And I have to be okay with that. (laughs) The strongest reminder of this I find is in the Quran, in Surah Baqarah, Ayah 272. One translation is, To make them walk in the right way is not incumbent on you, but Allah guides aright whom He pleases, and whatever good things you spend, it is to your own good, and you do not spend but to seek Allah's pleasure, and whatever good things you spend shall be paid back to you in full, and you shall not be wronged. In another translation it says, You are not responsible for people's guidance, O Prophet. It is Allah who guides whoever he wills, and so on. The Prophet, peace be upon him, is being told how they perceive his message is not upon him. And, by extension, this message applies to all of us. And their ultimate guidance is not upon us. Another person's perception is only in Allah's control. We do what is in our control, and that is to align our character with our highest possible values and intentions. The Prophet, peace be upon him, always took other people's capacity into account before talking to them. That was one of his divine gifts. And inshallah, we strive to be just like him. Now, to be able to recognize if your impact is different than your intention, ask yourself, did I accomplish what I intended to do? Is there any room for improvement here? Most of us approach this evaluation process by being way too harsh on ourselves which is why most of us remain blind to the impact we have created on the other person. Just ask yourself with self-compassion. Did it go the way I want it to? Or do I have some repair work to do? And if you do find some work that needs to be done, just be open about it. How are you going to improve your approach next time? How are you going to help him differently next time? If you're approaching a conversation with an uncovered underlying negative emotion, then chances are your impact will be a lot different than what you intended. Any action from negative emotions is shaitan's trick, all from the lower survival brain, and it creates a huge gap between what we want to do and what we actually end up doing. 
let us all collectively heal from the atrocious acts of abuse that have been done in the name of good intentions, while their impact was detrimental. That's being done from people unwilling to fight their wars, unwilling to do the work of purifying their hearts. That has nothing to do with religion. You'll find these people across all cultures, ethnicities, and times. Let's make dua for them and use our impact to influence them. Or if you can't do that, then just leave them to their devices and their struggles, because sometimes that's the best you can do for them. Sometimes it's more detrimental to offer your help when they don't want any. All the while, we work on our own alignment and our impact with our intentions. That's where our work lies. That's the only thing that's within the circle of our control. In a hadith, Prophet ﷺ said, This is a part of a hadith that translates as, All actions are by intentions, and everyone will obtain what he intended. So whoever intended to emigrate for something for this work, or to marry a woman, then his emigration is what he intended for. This particular part of the hadith, is very special for me. This whole hadith is actually, because I carry an ijazah in this hadith. Meaning, I showed competency enough in the knowledge of this hadith and its transmission that I was granted permission to teach it to others. Signed off to me by Dr. Sheikh Yasir Qadi. This was done according to the tradition of Sanad. Isnad means, a chain of narrators authenticated this hadith and I became a part of that chain, that Isnad, through this ijazah, this permission, going all the way to the Prophet Alhamdulillah, just thinking about this sends chills down my spine. This is so special to me. And currently, I'm looking at the official document signed by Dr. Yasir Qadi that granted me this permission. So anyways, I digress. <laughs> the reason I brought this hadith up is because all actions are by intentions and everyone will obtain what he intended. Now, keep in mind, with our limited thinking, where our brains think linearly and compartmentalize, the brains are very good at hiding intentions of our subconscious. But since Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows what is and isn't obvious to us, He knows our true reason behind our actions, even if we are unaware of it. And just because you are unaware of your subconscious patterns does not grant you a free pass to treat people however you like in the name of your good intentions. So the best way to come out of this trap is to disclose these subconscious patterns and to see where your impact was different than your intention. Inshallah, I pray for your success in this process. And with that, I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He helps us purify our intentions on the deepest level, ones that are obvious and ones that are not so obvious. I ask Allah to help us align our impact with the highest and the purest of our intentions. O oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I ask you to grant all of my listeners a masterful mind where they can pinpoint their weaknesses and strengths without any judgment. O oh Allah, grant me and my listeners patience with this process and grant us perseverance in learning from the mistakes if our actions have the wrong impact. O oh Allah, please forgive our mistakes as we are on the path of becoming an upright servant of yours. Please keep me in your du'as. I will talk to you guys next time. Hey, are you thinking about coaching? I invite you to a complimentary consultation with me where I can help you define the solution to your problem, regardless if you choose to work with me in the Empowered Muslim Women program or not. 
so you really have nothing to lose. Access the appointment link through the show notes and inshallah I will see you there.